The following podcast is a Rock Corps Radio production. of the fantastic and inexplicable. You are listening to Gore Corner here only on Rotten Corpus Radio. Today we are joined by the lovely ghoul co-host, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Oh. Hello all. I'm back again. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Speaking of misfortune and unfortune, yeah, we were... Uh, this last week, we were playing a game of complete misfortune um, entitled Ghoul. I have to say, the game was actually pretty fun. It's but, called Gloom, glue. not Ghoul. It's not all about you, right? I mean, I know you're worried <laughs> for the struggles of your ghoul kind, but come on, it's called Gloom. That's true, yeah. Ghoul. <laughs> You're such a great ghoul. <laughs> anyway. The point of the game, <laughs> Gloom, is to make, you each have a set of families, and you are trying to make your family as depressed as possible for killing them off, while making your other, making your other opponent's families as happy as possible by having them married or receive various fortunes. It can be purchased at most local game stores or online. And I have to say, I mean, I'm... I'm very happy with it. It was it was super a super awesome experience, and I won my first time. So there we go. <laughs> I usually don't win my first games, but I won that one. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So for all those who don't know, uh, the new trailer for uh, the Last Jedi dropped this week. Fuck yeah, I did. Oh my word. Okay, so although a teaser, it was two minutes of teaser. And <laughs> well, about like the last 30 seconds was just Star Wars Last Jedi logo, and I'm just like, Yeah, fuck you for padding the runtime of a teaser trailer. I mean, you could have gotten more shots of like my, my bae Kylo in there. Oh, yeah, Mr. Which, Mr. Which spe- Adam. Yeah, speaking of shots of Kylo, by the way, there's a little bit of a debate online as to whether that shot of various stormtroopers and the tall mask person landing about midway through the trailer is Phasma or Kylo. I personally believe it's Kylo because if you zoom in, you can see some dark bits that aren't, like, as reflective. I would almost want to think it's um, it's Phasma, though, because she is fucking tall. Yeah. (laughs) That woman is huge. Well, yeah, but so is uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, that's true. Who do you think would win in an actual arm wrestling match? (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or just in the battle period. I mean, if you've seen her on Game of Thrones, you, you'll know yeah. that she yeah. is quite Yeah, shout, shout out to Gwendolyn Christie and all her work. Just oh my amazing. Word, yeah. For being extraordinarily badass and yeah. really hot for being a giant woman. <laughs> um, and I'm not trying to minimalize her in any possible way because she's also a badass. But yeah. Holy fuck. Um, yeah, she's gorgeous and extremely capable. I kind of want to see... I want to see more of her characters. That was the yeah. one thing about the last movie I was really disappointed in, is that they didn't have enough of her. And um, and what little they did show of her, she kind of gets her nuts cut off, in yeah. a sense. Um, well, are you familiar with the fan theory that uh, 
due to the fact that a lot of the characters in the series um, are not just like the newest trilogy, um, but there's a lot of dualities between characters. I mean, you have Anakin and Darth Vader, like, you know, like you have yeah. like a lot of dualities there. I mean, like, that's just like one example, so I don't ramble on this. Yeah. But it wouldn't be entirely unreasonable for Phasma, given if you go back and look at the actions she's done and the way she sort of like checked him with Finn after he takes like his helmet off. And it's a, it's a very sly, sneaky way where she might be asking, hey, can I trust you as a fellow resistance member? Mm. That would be really interesting. It would be. That'd be a really interesting way to go, actually. Yeah. Man, imagine if they had her on their side. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> we really would finally need to see a fight between Gwendolyn Christie and Adam Driver. Oh, God. <laughs> to be frank, I would not know who I'd want to win because I'm extremely attracted to both of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of Star Wars. We also have the new holo new details about the new Han Solo movie. Yeah, I, I was super excited to see that there, um, you know, that there's gonna, you know, there's gonna be another, you know, side story to the um, to the New Hope prequels, if you will. Yeah, honestly, it, it's fun in the sense that you know we get to see this, you know, the up upbringing. Guess, if you want. Yeah, the upbringing of like Han Solo, but. Uh, you know, Lando as well. And yeah, Donald Glover is going to be fantastic in it. I think so, yeah. Good old childish Gambino. Amelia Clark yeah. from Game of Thrones. That should be interesting to see her once again with her clothes on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to seeing her naked. It's really kind of, it's really kind of well, taking me back. What was really nice, like just as an aside, is for Game of Thrones, in the other seasons it was more that she was like, more or less forced by contract to take her clothes off, whereas after that she sort of put in stipulation, which, by the way, in previous seasons, it was not her body that we were shown, it was a body doubles. But, in like the most recent season when she's in the uh, Dothraki city, it actually is her body because she finally felt confident enough to just sort of be like, yeah, this is my body, fucking deal with it, I'm gonna come out of these goddamn flames myself. And fucking Jason Momoa, Aquaman's ass, was like, on Twitter being like, look, that's my baby, because those two are great friends still, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Woody Harrelson. This is going to be kind of weird for me. So Woody Harrelson is going to be in a Star Wars movie. That will be a little strange. Very much so, because, like, I mean... When He's I, just trying to find those goddamn space Twinkies. I mean, it's, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, is he going to be this movie's redneck? Because he definitely was the redneck in The Hunger Games. <laughs> and he's always kind of had, he always has this like small town feel to him for some reason. He yeah. always has. Yeah. No matter what he's done. It's kind of. Yeah. Very be, charming though. Yeah. It should be fun. I mean, he does bring a different, I mean, he of course brings a different level of experience to the, to the, you know, to that movie. And, and we're not even mentioning who played Hans, or who's playing Han Solo. <laughs> I don't even want to try to say his last name. Alden Aaron Rocker is playing Han Solo in the side movie which i'm very excited about the funny thing what they say about uh, how we got the part is like you know there was like shitloads of auditions um he even got turned down yeah like like he was like uh, amongst the top five and got you know like an ousted but or he didn't make it to the top five as well. yeah and i don't know what who thought of going back and checking him out again but whoever did i mean Luckily for him, he got the job. Let's get down to some TV news. Doctor Who returned yesterday 
April 15th, and I for one am very excited about it. I mean, I'm not really into Moffat that much, but can't help but love Capaldi. Cannot help but love Capaldi. Joining Capaldi in this latest run is his new companion, Bill Potts, portrayed by the lovely Pearl Mackey. It'd be really nice to get like some color into that show again, frankly. Is it because she wears a lot of makeup? Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's not that at all. Um, I don't know. Mean. I don't think that the impact of having a woman of color, especially a black woman of color, with natural hair in one of the longest running shows ever, but especially within the speculative fiction realm, can be understated. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be really important for representation-wise to be like, hey, look, you can still be awesome and do shit and, like, you know. No, oh, indeed. Yeah. No, I'm always excited. Um, I'm always excited just to see new new faces and stuff yeah. on the show. Like, when they... It always feels like if they start to drag on... Uh, certain companions for too long, like yeah. Rose. <laughs> yeah. Rose Tyler was one of them. I think I think she went way too long. And Amy Pond also. Yeah. They kind of felt like it felt like her stay was a little, a little too stretched. Um, yeah, I can see that. I wanted more Rory actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love. I actually loved Rory. I thought he was great. Yeah, Rory is um, pretty damn great. But yeah, no. I mean, uh, I still have to actually sit down and watch the episode. Um, once I get my uh, direct now working, because um, <laughs> uh, I was not able to watch TV last night because of that, and also I wasn't home for it either, so I had to wait for it to go on demand anyway. Yeah. But that should be pretty cool. And in addition to that, on the BBC. On BBC America, more specifically. Exactly. Orphan Black. Get ready, brothers and sisters. It's sad to, sad to announce that it will be ending and starting on June 10th. The final season begins, and my heart is already broken. Because God damn it, Tottenham Slawny. God damn it. Yeah. And I, I, I really think this is like, I mean, in that whole weird universe that John, John Waters is, or not John Waters, uh, John Fawcett. Yeah. Fawcett. Uh, has created the Canadian. Fault Waters, Fawcett, I mean, kind of goes together. Right, yeah, it does. It's okay, I'll, I'll forgive, like, your weird, broken ghoul brain for, like, you know, <laughs> inflating the two. But, no, it's it's kind of nice seeing, like, because, um, I mean, I was there when, I, I was watching his stuff when he was still making, you know, B-rate films, and then now here he's got a, a television series that's, like, award-winning, you know? Yeah. I think, because I think Tatiana actually won an award. Yeah, Before. she finally won a goddamn Emmy last year. And well-deserved, too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, each clone is so different. And, like, even one of the ones that, are like, appear similar, she puts so much work into creating each clone, be it, like, her warm routine with them being different, like, music styles and dancing that she does to sort of get into the headspace of the character. Oh, body movement? Everything. Yeah, I mean, you have Allison, the soccer the soccer mom clone, and her husband Donnie, and, like, their kids, and Allison's very sort of, like, uptight, like, she sits up with posture, and she's had, like, ballet experience, so, like, Tatiana, you can see a lot of that in her portrayal of Allison, whereas, like, you have Sarah, who's, like, very, like, who's like sort of like punk rock ho clone as she's called by the fandom yeah and who really has my heart frankly yeah uh, uh 
life goals, life goals. Uh, <laughs> I got this weird thing for Cosima. Oh, uh, Cosima's pretty rad. I, like, out of all the clones, she's yeah. the only one I'm sexually attracted to. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's the same girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same fucking girl. But well, I, I, don't about it. The, the I don't see it. That way, I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. The difference between Cosima and Allison is actually probably like more so than between Allison and Sarah. It's the At least as far as like body movements go. Yeah. Because Cosima, like, she talks with her hands a lot. She's like yeah. very sort of like boisterous, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sarah slumps around a bit, but like the point is if. That woman is so amazingly talented that she can be a character playing... You should be playing Allison, playing Sarah, and you can tell, even in just, like, set photos, not even in full movement, what's going on normally just by, like, posture and sort of, like, facial expressions alone. Yeah. Like, in the way that Jeek has each of them carry themselves. That, and I love... Even though she was a little kid in Ginger Snaps, too, I really love the, the way she split her ghost character into Allison and Helena because you can see both of them in that girl and yeah. that, that one character you can see like she could go either way yeah <laughs> and actually it's more or less the hairdo for like the look yeah. um, of, of Helena that that is ghost uh, she has the same look the same hair and everything um, but the the mannerisms, the attitude, everything else, it's its totally Allison. And maybe she does become Allison in a later life. Maybe. Because, I mean, that girl's pretty homicidal. <laughs> Helene is pretty damn protective of of her babies. So. Yes, she is. She definitely is. Oh, my precious murder baby. <laughs> anyway, uh... Yeah, so we'll be looking forward to that season. And, of course, I think uh, BBC right now is currently running the most previous season right now. Yes. Um, and so if you haven't seen there and need to catch up, definitely go to uh, BBC America's um, app or just check it out on their channel. Yeah. Check your local listings. <laughs> uh, and we are being invaded. Yes, yes, we are. We don't know when. We have no end, and, we're, and I'm not talking about BBC's The Invaders, which was a really good show for its only one season, but, or Intruders, I'm sorry, it was Intruders. Uh, intruders, it was kind of an invasion. Kind of. Well, I mean, not quite the invasion the Beatles had, but anyway. Anyhow, Zim is back. Yes, we're frightened. Very frightened. Terrified. We got like a transmission. It was, um, it was encrypted. So delivered by this weird green little dog. I don't know what that's about, though. No, I don't. It was, it was really creepy. It was like, and just being, being, or just knowing that our world can be taken over on Nickelodeon any time now. <laughs> Although probably sometime in 2017, because they also have the Hey Arnold movie coming out at some point this year. Oh yeah, and the, the pin, they're actually launching a few shows. Yeah, I want to say they're doing Rocco's as well. Oh man, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, they're, Nick's bringing them back. <laughs> Speaking of bringing things back, on to some more movie news. Shirley Jackson's fit like 1959 book, Haunting of House Hill, will be returning as a remake on Netflix with 10 episodes at some point in the next year or so. 
will be produced and written by Mike Flanagan of Ouija, Oculus, and Hush. Previous adaptations have simply been called The Haunting, such as 1963 and 1969's movie. Yeah, and I think the um, overall, too, um, with all the with, with the team that's involved um, in this production, the fact Netflix's current um, lineup of horror TV is actually, you know, it's going over really well. Yeah. Um, they they kind of, like, this show has a lot of competition within Black Mirror, um, Stranger Things, um, uh, what was it, uh, Serious Unfortunate Events, or the Series of Unfortunate Events, um, and then there's that other show that's kind of like Stranger Things, but it's, I can't remember what it was called. We actually covered it, too. I feel really bad about forgetting what it was called, because it's on my, I actually added it to my queue. But, you know, with all the other shows that, that Netflix actually currently has, also uh, 13 Reasons Why, uh, which is another new one. Um, so it's less horror, though, and more just like... Suspense and... Yeah. Uh, um, I actually... It's more I watch it and drama, cry. Well, it's less the drama. It's more sort of... It's more morality tale about... Like, yeah. people have written it off as being like, oh, don't, like, fucking guilt, or guilt trip people for, like, the things they do. But I'm just like... Frankly, if you're interacting with someone who you think has depression or no has depression or is going through some shit, think of how you treat them. Like every little yeah. action can be leading them closer to that edge and make it that much harder to pull them back. Um, yeah, that's true. I actually had a friend in junior high that killed himself. Yeah. Um, he hung himself in his garage, and it was so it was kind of fucked up that people were sad for him, and they were the same people that used to ridicule him. Yeah. And of course, I, I wouldn't let him, let him have that moment at all. Yeah, because I was actually his friend, so it's like fuck you yeah. guys, fuck you guys in the ho horse you rode in on. But um, but yeah, here we have this, uh, you know, this this new show though, um, and you know, Amblin TV and Paramount TV will also be producing. So I mean, it's going to have a lot of money behind it. So yeah. that'll uh, that'll kind of raise the bar in a sense. And finally, what we have here for you today is Haunted Dimensions. Brings us a new way to view classic horror houses from film and um, haunted houses past. And I'm really excited for this because it's because yeah. the the houses themselves they look pretty damn kick-ass. And they're simple. They're made yeah. of paper. Yeah. And easy to put together. <laughs> for instance, we have both Norman Bates' house. And the Amityville Horror House that you able to build, as well as various attraction bays, which is what I think Ryan can tell you more about. Yeah, there's a, like a Universal Studios um, uh, Halloween Horror Nights. They, they feature some or three of the houses from that, um, as well as some of the more touristy kind of haunted houses that you'll see, that you can see in um, various parts of the country. Um, I believe they have a haunted mansion from uh, yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Eddie, Mur tiny Eddie Murphy is not included in that one, as far as I know. But we'll make, we'll figure out how to make them. <laughs> <laughs> the care that went into th these houses is really special. I'm personally going to be downloading the or er, er, printing out um, the house for uh, the 1978 uh, Halloween, which makes me super happy too. Because I hope you'll do movies. an admirable job of building it. Yes, I'm totally gonna. I'm gonna be taking so much time and having so many, so many sticky fingers. From all the glue, not just. Because, I would hope so. Not just because I'm a ghoul. Yeah. Because my my skin is melting. 
you too can get these horror house models from hauntedmansions.rayqeim.com. They're completely free. Just go go and like drop them a line if you download. Like give them your support. Like say thank you because they're making these fantastic little projects for you. Really just out of the kindness of their hearts and their own sort of interest. Like they're good people. Yeah, and they even have a PayPal donation there, yeah. so give monetarily as well. Yeah. Um and god and and goddamn have fun building some houses. Yeah. That's it for this week. Tune in next week and every single week for more updates as the world of horror and sci-fi never seem to stop. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Leave us a review and tell us how we're doing and what you think of our mini shows. And for all things said and otherwise, RodCorpsRadio.com. Are you having fun? Maybe. I'd certainly hope so.